For as long as I've known the NBA, it's been a stars league. But even among the stars, there's an exclusive club. Russell, Dr. J, Jordan, Kobe. They're all part of a select group that paved the way for the NBA superstar of today. And some even shared secrets with each other along the way. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Jackie McMullen, and this is the Icons Club. I'm going to give you a couple couple names. I want you to tell me what they have in common. Okay. Michael Jordan. Go. Kurt Gibson. Next. Jesse Gibson. I would obviously put in the mix. I'm trying to think of just another one that really would fit this. Kobe Bryant. I, I remember iconically. Goats. What do those four goats. people have? Nothing to, none of, none of those are goats. That's okay. Well, Jordan is. I would, yeah, what? People who played through adversity. <laughs> Michael Jordan, the flu game. Kirk Gibson, knees and pieces, one-handed home run in the World Series. Maybe you've heard of it. I have. Kobe Bean Bryant, oh, dislocated his finger, walks over, pops it in, comes back. You may also think of the popped Achilles, makes his free throw shot. And today, Jesse the Mucus Gibson, <laughs> with allergies like a river runs through it. <laughs> I'll quote every Brad Pitt movie in the history of man. I mean, literally making his stand like Troy. Jesse Gibson shows up to work. He, I don't want you to talk. No, I don't. I don't feel like I'm what going to. What I just said. No. <laughs> How you feeling, big fellow? I feel so much better after I took a Claritin. Um, I took some caffeine pills. Um, Is it? No, I didn't take a pill. I took <laughs> pills and caffeine. Um, and I came here super excited because. I actually did a little research about soccer. That's why we talked about beforehand. You were like, no, just stay home. And I was like, I thought about it, but I was like, nah, it's not worth it. I did things to make myself look better. And you're you're adding value. I'm not going to let that go to waste. So Jason Flynn, Soccer Cards United is joining. We're going to do like another five or 10 minutes of me and you solo until he comes. So we're going to rip through some other things. That is the main focus of the show. Today will be almost all soccer talk after as soon as he joins. Uh, mailbag is mostly soccer, although he can stick around for the other if he wants to. We're going to talk about a couple upcoming show features, which I'm excited about. So that's it. You've got I like another it. nine minutes. <laughs> and then it's just basically. And then we're done. I'm going to check out, quite <laughs> frankly. Um, um, go ahead. Take it before away. Before we get started too far into this, I, I want to allude to something that we talked about on the last episode. On the last episode, we brought up, uh, we made a phone call to a friend and uh, producer, Ted, um, oh, God. Did you get this? <laughs> so, Not um, a friend and producer, a big-time Hollywood producer big for XRT. Big-time Hollywood for the documentary that uh, Mike and I were both in. Um, He's in my name as Ted Movies. He uh, he did me a, a real solid. He sent me oh, over God. a super cut. Um, I, wanna, I am known for my word whiskers. I say, bottom line. I say, I'll say this. I'll say this. Um, I say, um, or uh. Okay. I am working on all of these. Before, I pl- before you play this, do you agree with this? Oh, you can't listen to it and not agree with okay. that. Now I like that it. I, and here's the thing. I oh, am God. forever changing the audience because now they're going to hear it and they're going to know. Just to, one last thing, then I'll <laughs> let you play it. I won't say a word. Okay. Our contract status, you and I, oh, has anything ever been signed? I don't recall that. So. Here okay. we... How long is this? It's like 30 seconds. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I. Yeah. So, oh yeah, so, my yeah, God. So, yeah. So then. Yeah. So yeah. So <laughs> it's the word yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like an RPA. Yeah. So gradings. Yeah. Pop counts. Oh. Yeah. So breaking. Yeah. So yeah. No, yeah. So yeah. Like yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. So Jesse Gibson always like a fan favorite. 
And they added never, that a, never a fan. Now I know this whole thing <laughs> was Photoshop. What a load of crap! Thanks a lot, Ted. I'm suing that, that company. Morgan and Ted, you guys are my heroes. I thank you so much for that. There you go. You do say yeah a lot. I think we can all. Agree yeah, with that. you know I yes, do. So. I like to acknowledge the question. That's yeah, a, so here that is. is actually fair. <laughs> you know what's interesting? That is one of the only things I thought it could be. I was like, it's got to be some sort of an affirmation when I start talking, yeah. and that's what it is. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know what I mean. Okay, real quick. Okay. We have recently been told by a number of people, and that's fine, that you know we want to hear more soccer, more F1, more UFC, more than just the big three sports. I can tell you straight up right now, we're always going to be NBA dominant football, baseball, in that order. But there's a reason we have two ears and one mouth, because we listen. Okay, I don't... <laughs> yeah, that's a stupid answer. Bottom line, simply... So, he, just so, so starting today, Jason is on. We're going to get Jason to commit as well to coming back in May, I hope. I um, think he will. He doesn't. I'll, I'll make up... I'll make up something to threaten him with. Sure. So especially as we get closer as well to the World Cup, we're gonna. this is going to be a big thing because it's a massive – that event has massive implications on the card world. So soccer for the next eight months will be featured, I would say, almost on a monthly basis. So if you want soccer, there you go. You'll get your soccer. As far as farm, Formula One, Jason actually has a little bit to say about that. He's, he's fairly knowledgeable. They're doing a break, as a matter of fact, this week. Um, we also have somebody coming on. Uh, I don't I haven't confirmed the name yet, although he's dealt with us before. Okay. Big time F1 guy, mm -hmm. whack, singles, whatever. He's going to come on and talk F1. Cool. Happy to cover that because that's something that obviously needs to be covered. Um, UFC. Yes. This is actually going to be one. In terms of following on social, a top five guest for us of all time. Yeah. I mean, I Simmons mean, and Gary V are Gary huge. Gary V, the guy from Dan from What's Inside. He has a huge. Oh, that's true. Ariel Harwani. I think, Ronick, is that his last name? Am I saying that anywhere near correctly? Helwani with an L. Helwani. Helwani. Okay. Clean it up. I like Harwani. <laughs> we'll see if he's open to a name change. So he is a pod he has a podcast on the ringer now talking UFC anyways. He was I mean, he is by far the authority in terms of commenting. He's the UFC guy everywhere. So uh he will be on next Thursday. So we're excited about that. Again, I'm not a fan of the sport, but I'm also not ignorant to the fact that the market is huge. That mm -hmm. that Nimzasov Kizmasev yep. card we pulled. So far, so good. <laughs> that thing is worth thousands of dollars. Me and Jesse were going to sell it for a hundred. We had no clue. Me and Jesse. Well, me, it's mine. I was trying to include you. <laughs> Thank you. Point being, we have had these plans in the works for a while, anyways. But because of some recent criticisms, that's fine. Now you know our plans. So if that does something for you, hooray! And if it doesn't, I mean, plenty of highways to play in. That's all I could tell you. <laughs> and for those those of you who are still looking for that little bit of nonsense in your life. Next Thursday, we also have another guest. My favorite us. comedian. We is have a comedian. Oh, yeah. I think right now I could honestly say he's my Dusty favorite Dusty Slay, our favorite comedian. He is by far probably not the biggest known yet. He had a, a Netflix That's brief changing. special. Um, I think you guys are in store for a treat. He's going to be joining us next Thursday along with UFC. It's going to be a big First episode dual next Thursday. Cast, dual guest show, I believe. I think Maybe we've had one other one, but uh, whatever. that's okay. Um, other upcoming show notes. Um we need to talk to the big night guys anyways, Chris Costa out of Card Vault, but they're doing a show at Fenway May 14th and 15th. At Fenway. We need to get Chris on, by the way. I don't even know if Chris or any of his people listen. Um, Chris and the whole team, reach out to Jeremy or to me directly. We want to have one of those guys on because that's at the park. Mm -hmm. Those guys are doing big things anyways in sports cars. We want to you know, have one of those guys on to help them pump the show, promote whatever we can do. He'll be coming on to join as well. Simmons or Chris Vernon for sure. 
By the way, that's what this is, kind of a recap of where the show is going. We don't ever do this or don't do this enough. Yeah. Once every few months, like, here's what's coming up in the near future. So we've got that in store. Like I said, I ho I'm hoping we get Simmons for the NBA playoffs like we did last year. I think we'll certainly get him on when Prism comes out because he's going to try to milk my connections to get free boxes. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's inappropriate. <laughs> do you want to go ahead and cut any of that? So now? there's that. Um before we go into some recent card pickups and things that we're actually doing. We only have three minutes, by the okay. way. Okay. I just want to throw something out there real quick. Oh, boy. So recently, uh, you may have seen Mike reacted to a person or responded to a person who had some criticisms for the show. It actually ended up going oh, quite well. South Park on Instagram. Yes. It, or South that, Park cards. That went well. However, it does seem that since then, some people think they can instigate oh, boy. in the effort to try and get Surprised uh, to hear, I'm surprised to hear you saying this live. I just take I, it away. I'm good. I'm I happy. just think I think it's good to go ahead and say if that is your plan that you want to instigate in the plan to get Mike to go on a live with you and promote your name or anything like that. Well, we're not going to be doing that anymore. I, at least not in that oh. form, not in that kind of format where someone is obviously trying to make themselves more popular. Just by criticizing. Let me, us. yeah. Let, here's the difference. A South Park kid, I think, had some valid points. He was yes. also the most well-researched critic the show has ever had. It had some evidence that he thought we were really shilling and pumping up zero cool overly. You even agreed with him on some points. I thought, and he was to find out that that kid was 21. That was upsetting. Actually, I was like, <laughs> I was like, this dude is smart. Like, good for him. But yeah, I would say if you're gonna take shots at the show, it never hurts to have a spine. Mm-hmm. We've had a couple people. It's not been just one. I don't want this person to think they're that special. But a couple people reach out. That's fine. Anyways, we're good. I'm done. If, okay. if we, you're a garbage human being, I don't really want to talk to you, though. Um, we've made our piece. Nash now. cards are Gary V zero. Oh boy, I made the mistake of looking at you and you bite your nail. That's me. That's not you. That's me. Our Gary V fish thing that got autographed came back yesterday from SGC. Yes. We did five-day service. They received that on Monday. It graded on Wednesday. Pretty quick. 50 bucks. Came back a 9510. 9 on the card. I'm assuming the auto got the 10, which is pretty cool. I was going to go into all the other stuff I was going to lay out that I got graded this week. I think I dropped off about 40 cards. That, uh, oh man, I wonder. Ronick, do you know the name of that guy, the UFC guy? Oh. The Kimsev. Do you follow UFC at all, Ronick? I don't, unfortunately. Sorry. That's fine. Too violent for me. I don't blame you. Okay. Anyways, that card we talked about on the show the other day. Looks like it's worth about 1500 bucks raw. We sent that card in. We did a mosaic rip, mosaic football rip live on YouTube yesterday. We sent all those cards in. Uh, we went SGC with everything this time around. Just seemed like it was the best option and the cheapest. Um, so yeah, we're still high on the SGC train. We I dropped all those off with Nash cards. Um, and then randomly enough, I got back cards, two Ken Griffey refractor cards. I had these graded with Beckett. I think they were $16 each. That shows you how long ago it was. That's insane. These were from August of 2020. You so realize that was before 20, we even started the podcast is when you said oh, those in. Oh, yeah, 20 months ago. Um, I don't even know what they're worth now either. One of them is from 2016 Finest. Ken Griffey Jr. had a die cut set in there. This is the orange refractor, so it's numbered to 25. It came back a, a BGS 9. I get, I'm guessing that's probably 100 bucks or so. This other card, though, is actually worth some decent coin. 1996 Finest refractor with the peel on it still. Came back a BGS 8. I think it's worth like 200 bucks, maybe a little bit more. So cool to get stuff back. What I, was the basketball one? Oh God. Yeah. I, I had a couple basketball cards come back. This is the only one I brought in again. Uh, PSA $15. Oh, Kobe you white were high on Kobe white for a little bit. Kobe white mosaic rookie introductions insert. Look this up real quick, please. This came back a PSA 10. 
there was a time when this was selling 80 to a hundred dollars. I am going to guess that this probably sells for 15 bucks. Like, I don't even know if this covers my grading fee at this point. I got to tell you though, as much as I hate the grading takes that long, this is the one upside. You send in stuff you totally forgot about. And I probably got $500 worth of random stuff back the other day. Um, let's see. That is while you're doing that last note to tomorrow, brand new football product. First time it's coming out 2021. Clearly Don Russ football. What is this worth? 1175. Is it PSA 10? Yeah. <laughs> Not quite worth the grading fee. That's okay. Kobe's a good kid. Uh, he's having a good time. He's having a good time. My computer just locked. There it is. Uh, yeah. So tomorrow coming out 2021, clearly Donos football. They released basketball last year as the first, first time they released this product is just an acetate Donruss card. It was tough to grade last year. So it actually sold fairly well. If you could get it to grade well, obviously 2021 football is very, you know, still very hot. Do you have pricing on this from blowout? Mm -hmm. I am curious. Clearly Donruss 2021 yep. is $350. Is it a 12 box case? It is a four packs per box, five cards per pack. Um, I got it right here. I tell you what, you keep the box breakdown. It's a 16 box case. That's cool. Do you yeah. think that's worth it? Man, I, I don't know. I'll be interested to see what comes. I mean, obviously everybody's, you know, everybody signed in it. You get one autograph, one insert, two parallels, eight rated rookies and eight base per box. The, I mean, some of the cool stuff, there's a Patrick Mahomes reprint of his optic rookie. They also put the, um, the Marvel cards in here. That's, and here's the only other thing too, say what you want. Uh, they have that Brady insert too. It's going to sell for a bunch. I don't know that I'm necessarily going to care. By the way, downtown is in here as an optic card. I have, I have a feeling this might end up being kind of a sleeper product. Like those retro reprint rookie autos, like mm -hmm. that Mahomes optic, if they have a number of like vets like that, that's huge. And you've got Marvel and downtown as optic cards, as, as basically as optic material in here. Can you tell? I do wonder if that's going to end up being a big product. Jason's not here yet. Like, tell, Where tell is Jason, me, by the way? I don't know. Message. Uh, I'll message him. Um, but tell me, what is the, what does that mean when they put another product in this product? Like how's What's the difference? Yeah. So basically like if you look on the sales sheet, Patrick Mahomes has a 2017 optic rookie or Don Russ rookie. So they basically have re-released that same image instead of it being a paper card. Like it wasn't Don Russ. It's that uh, acetate material like it is here, Okay. but it's autographed, but it just has the, it's, it's basically a retro rookie. It has the, it's a reprint of the rookie card autographed, oh, okay. but those, but they sell really well. Like those are really cool cards. A lot of people will chase those. And the fact that you have Marvel and downtown in here, oh, it, oh night moves. That's the other one. It's like the all black acetate mm -hmm. background. That's the one. Send your message. Don't, don't affirm. With no, problems. I'm listening. Um, that downtown, uh, not downtown, that, that night moves insert is actually pretty cool as well. I'm starting to wonder if this might, and this is one of the cheapest products because it's new and it's off season. I don't, I don't hate this product. Um, I wish Panini had sent us some of this, by the way, this would have been cool to rip. It's the first year they've released it. I may see if Jeff will send us a box. That'd be cool. Can like, we give it away? Yeah, like this would be a cool product to release, though, in my opinion. Like pump up, get some hype around it anyways, because it's, you know, first year they've done it. We'll see. Basketball was nice. And basketball may even be two years old at this point. I forget what year they started with basketball. But I'm just trying to think, like comparatively speaking, if you look at 2021 football, just 2021 football hobby boxes, like I'll use blow it as an example, just because, you know, whatever, we're just going by, by general price. 
So here's some pricing from the same class. Again, just 2021 football. I mean, a product like Mosaic, obviously Mosaic's on the higher end, 675 bucks. It's like double the price of this. Playoff football, still like 300, 350 bucks. Uh, contenders football is what, 650? That's what I mean. Like this is cheaper than Zenith football, which is not great to me. Mm-hmm. 500. Like this is actually a relatively, rookies and stars is 550. Penny, uh, playoff is 365 on here. Obsidian is 500. Score is 300 bucks. I am. I'm, bu- I'm going to buy a case of this. Really? Just sit okay. on it. I think that's awesome. Um, wait, you're just sitting on it. I'm just going to buy a case and throw it in the closet. Like, okay. I actually think this might be a decent buy. All right. So there you, me and Jesse have been rambling long enough. We, we promised soccer. We're going to give you soccer. If you don't like soccer, don't ever listen to this podcast again. Why are you saying that, things like that? No. Just kidding. Listen anyways. Yeah. All right. So we have Jason Flynn from Soccer Cards United. From overseas, by the way. International guest. International what? superstar, some would say. I, International man of mystery. Yeah. I think we make such a big deal of this every time, but we're, I think it's funny because we are still genuinely both amazed that this is happening. He's in another country and here we are not in that country and we're talking. How great is this, Jason? Why are you amazed by it? It's called Zoom. What's I'll do it? you one better. Please. I'll do you one better. Couldn't do worse. Six, 6.15 p.m. <gasps> here. Can you imagine? What? Because it's but, not that time hang on. here. But what year is it? <laughs> mm. Oh, it's 1992. Oh, God. (laughs) You weren't even alive in 1992. What are you talking? Were you? No. No, God, no. Oh, God. What does that mean? Have you you heard that I was? No, I'm very young. We're 80s babies. How young are you? I don't like this at okay, all. Let, you know, Guys, soccer time. Yeah, we promise <laughs> yeah. this time we're not going to just make fun of accents and screw around. We're going to get serious with talk today. There might happen. Mm-hmm. We'll Mostly banter not. as well. We got a bunch of mailbag questions for you, but I did tell you ahead of time, like obviously leading up to the World Cup, I, I yes. have to think the World Cup in the soccer world is going to be the equivalent of the NBA, the NFL, like the playoffs leading up to the Super Bowl, to the championship, that kind of a run on cards. Uh. Yeah, I mean, it's just in terms of in sporting terms, it's bigger than any one national competition or anything. It's the biggest sporting event in the world. Half the world's population will be tuning into the final. Um, we're talking viewership of like 3 billion people. So um, it is the biggest thing that can happen in soccer. Uh, it's the biggest thing that can happen in world sports. And so we're hoping it's the biggest thing that will be able to happen uh, in the hobby. We haven't had a World Cup um, in the last, you know, since since 2018. Um, and at that stage, that World Cup 2018 and the prism set that came along with that was kind of the starting point to the real soccer boom. Um, so we're hoping that we get to see all of the growth and all of the, you know, we've had a million dollar soccer card now. We've had all that stuff. So we're hoping now that it's just like crazy town and we just see like an explosion mm-hmm. for uh, in, in November for the World Cup. So, so what would you say is the second biggest soccer event behind the World Cup? Um, probably the UEFA Champions League final. Did we have that last? Um, is that a yearly event? That's a yearly event. Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe the maybe the final of the of the European Championships, which again is a national competition, or uh, or is it like a you know countries play each other international competition? Um, but yeah, the World Cup is really in a stratosphere of its own. So, so here's the, a, oh, at this point we've we've seen the qualifiers just finish as of yesterday. Is that right? Yes. Congratulations to the, you, Americans, I'm, for qualifying. We did it. We did the thing. Jesse <laughs> said this on the phone to me literally an hour ago. I was like, "You see the qualifiers? I U.S. Like, I I had to stop." I complimented him. you. I said, "Great timing on booking Jason." Did you, I assume you already checked this out? Hang on. We had been talking about Jason. Then we were talking about UFC, and then mm-hmm. you came back with this. And my only question to Jesse was, 
Just to be clear, we're talking about soccer, right? Because I had no clue. I, I was like, I don't oh, hide my ignorance, nor do I care. You must have done research to know that that would be the end of the qualifier. But no, it just worked perfect timing. So, um, so here's what I want to do today, Jason. We're going to switch yeah. it up. We're going to add some value to the show today. I've told our <laughs> audience like it's not just going to be us rambling. We're going to make no. good use of this time. What is the like? What is the play if you're if you're in the soccer, football, you know, whatever you want to call it? If you are a collector, an investor, whatever, like what what does the timeline look like in your opinion? It starts in November. Obviously, we're in April. Starts tomorrow. Like, what does this look like if you're trying to get into the space or if you're already in the space? What's the play? Okay, so I've picked out um, two. Uh, I've picked out one specific product, then one year of products, and then a couple of honorable mentions. Beautiful. So. Okay. We'll start at a, at a really like kind of basic one, which is uh, last night in uh, in Costa Rica, uh, the US lost 2-0, but qualified for the World Cup anyway. And um, their star player on the on the stage is uh, Christian Pulisic. I know that name. Um, I pulled him yes. out of 2018 National Treasures. He doesn't know. Brilliant. Pat, Patch that's, Auto. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's really good. So uh, Christian Pulisic is uh, a guy who, through his Croatian um, father, uh, went to Europe when he was 17 or 16, 16, 17, and joined up with a huge German team called Borussia Dortmund and now plays for Chelsea in the English Premier League and is kind of nicknamed Captain America. Um, and he is the star oh. player of um, of the USA national team. And he's also kind of the, the, the flagship player in this new collection of young talented uh, kind of Champions League level Americans. Okay. Um, gotcha. Uh, his rookie card is from 2016-17 Panini Select Soccer. Um, so at the moment, his, his just a base rookie, he has two rookies in it. He has a club rookie, which is in a Borussia Dortmund kit. And then he has, which is a shorter print run than the national team USA kit uh, rookie, as far as I know. And so his rookie's in there in two different teams. Uh, uniforms and, and Jason, do me has, favor, give yeah. the the, uh, the player's name one more time for the guys who are Christian Pulisic. Yes, Christian okay. Pulisic. I yeah, you'll hear it pronounced Pulisic or Pulisic. Okay, um, how I pronounce it Pulisic. Actually, so I was over two. <laughs> no, 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 no. Close. Pulisic is how is how you would say it if he was actually Croatian, but because he's American, you say Pulisic. Oh, uh, so he said he says Pulisic. We're learning a lot today. All right, yeah. go anyway, ahead. Don't, so don't interrupt. That's his rookie. Again. He has autos in it um, and he has uh, insert autos and just regular autos. And his base USA kit from that, his base card is going for like $100 raw Jeez. at the moment. Okay. And uh, hobby boxes are going for about $800. Any um, idea how many you pull out of that? Like, you know, the kind I of the correlation? I don't, unfortunately. But, but you're high on that product. I'm high on that product. I'm currently looking to, I'm shopping around to try and get some in Europe, but it's very hard because supply supply seems pretty uh, limited. Um, but if you don't get Pulisic, it's not like one of those things where I didn't get the one chase card and now all is lost. Mm -hmm. um, on the auto checklist for that product is Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, Neymar, Harry Kane, who's the England captain, all-time English, or he's coming up on the all-time English goal-scoring record, uh, Pele, autos, Maradona oh, autos. So that is a product that is stacked. And if I was thinking about, if I mean, if I was in America and I could walk into a, an LCS and have a look at what they had, mm -hmm. I would be kind of stocking up on 2016, 17 select because... Hobby boxes. Hobby boxes, yeah. Gotcha. Because in November, when we have the World Cup, 
and Christian Pulisic is leading out the, the American team. Um, and in four years' time, in 2026, when the World Cup is in uh, the USA, Canada, and Mexico, he's probably still going to be the star player and probably still going to be the captain. So um, it's a case of he could potentially be like an era-defining player who leads the, the USA to two World Cups, one of which is at home. Gotcha. Um, so at that point, people are going to be going, where's his rookie? Sure. Oh, it's in this? Let me chase it. How much did you say those boxes were going for? I think the last one I saw on eBay was $795 around there. You can go on Blowout. It looks like you can get one for $750 right now. Does so Blowout ship good. to you? Do you guys, do you ever use Blowout cards or no? Uh, they ship to us, but we have to pay import taxes, so we don't uh, really use them. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so the this is the product for them. But I also noticed like it's not just the rookie year stuff that has value. It's also anytime the World Cup product comes out. So like in 2014, 2018, those cards, even though they're not their rookie years, those still seem to hold and maintain some value. So do do we have any idea when the 2022 product comes out? Yeah, so it should. We've already had one. We're getting two Road to the World Cup products and then we're getting a World Cup product. So we've already had a Road to Qatar uh, Qatar is where the World Cup is being held. Mm-hmm. Road to Qatar, uh, Don Rust collection that came out. Uh, that was largely a bit of a bust. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. Then we're getting another Road to Qatar mosaic product, which I imagine will be also a bust. And then we should have Panini um, Prism for the World Cup. I would imagine with Panini's timelines at the minute, just before the World Cup. Yeah, I think 2018, uh, it said it came out like a month before the actual World Cup. So um, Yeah, I would say like late October, maybe early November. Yeah, okay. Um. I don't imagine them getting that out with much time to spare. Um, but right. that, like 2014, 2018, uh, one thing my my co-host on my podcast, Soccer Cards United, and my co-host Enzo mentioned for me to say was that he recently picked up a, uh, a Prism Auto from 2014. And those autos, just the, even just the base autos, are quite short print run. Um, and there are players where there are parallels, base parallels, going for more than the auto, even though the auto is an unnumbered short print run, which would hmm. actually be less than the parallel. So that's kind of like have, basketball, by the way, like that's that how happened, it is. Yeah. Yeah. NBA prism, like guys love a jaw, a Zion, a Luca prism auto. But if you can get like the color parallels, they will go they exponentially more. Really? Oh yeah. People love seeing low number. Like that has become the huge run up in basketball. Yeah, so like that, that, that's just something that if I had, oh, by the way, I know there are people probably who still have 2014, 2018 World Cup Prism hobby boxes sealed or even like hangers or whatever. Like I would not be ripping them in the hopes of, oh, I'll rip them, I'll grade the contents and I'll sell that at the World Cup. I would just be keeping them sealed until the World Cup. So you think um, there'll just be a bump across World Cup product 2014, 2018, 2022 yeah. as the event starts? Well, I, I do because I also think the print run on this year is going to be astronomically Massive. higher than it was on either of the previous product. So they're going to look really, really good in comparison. Do you think this is, um, is this usual for the World Cup where I pulled up like a number of players who are in um, like Messi, Mbappe, Ronaldo. Um, Is it De Bruyne? Is that how you pronounce Kevin? De De Bruyne. De Bruyne. So all these players, you know, they're all some of who are considered the biggest players to make it to the World Cup this year, Mm -hmm. but all of their values are significantly down over the last year, which Granted, that kind of coincides with everybody else, every other card. Um, is there going to be a significant bump on the lead up or do you think we it's just going to depend on how they play? Um, I would say for Messi, Ronaldo, 
Messi and Ronaldo, it's looking at like it might be their last World Cup. Um, Ronaldo probably definitely. Uh, and Messi maybe. So they're going to have a bump either way because they're, you know, the narrative around the World Cup is going to be these two superstars, two yeah. absolute goats of the sport. It's their last, it's like their last dance kind of scenario. Yep. Neither of them has ever, ever won a World Cup. Um, so they're coming in to face off one more. So that narrative is just going to be through the roof. So their stuff is definitely going to go up, no doubt. Okay. Mbappe is probably going to move from Paris Saint-Germain to Real Madrid this summer. So he's going to be in the middle of a hype machine anyway, moving oh, to his okay. new club, uh, hoping to win loads of trophies, maybe win the Champions League. And he's going as a world champion. France won the World Cup in 2018. So the French team oh. are going as champions to defend their title. And Mbappe was a huge standout and kind of started the soccer card boom with his 2018 prism stuff. Right. So he's probably, he's definitely going to go up as well, assuming he doesn't have an injury or play terribly. But considering he's one of the best three players in the world, that's unlikely. After that, you're looking at, it's really performance-based. If Kevin De Bruyne has an amazing tournament, his stuff will go up. If he plays everybody else off the park, his stuff will go up. If uh, Neymar has an amazing tournament with Brazil, his stuff will go up. But apart from Messi and Ronaldo, who have a narrative baked in, Mbappe, who is just the most exciting player that's going to be there, mm -hmm. and then everyone else, it's kind of like, let's see what they can do. If you think somebody's going to have a great tournament, then bet on them. But it's hard to say this far out who's going to be in form. Well, what about like the big players that didn't get in? Like Holland, I know Norway didn't make Holland. it. Um, yeah. What? Holland. What is what does that mean for for guys like him? Like is so I guess I, this is where I'm still ignorant and I'm trying to learn more about soccer. But so in between now and the World Cup, I assume there's still other you know non World Cup games being played, right? Yeah. So the domestic leagues are still are still domestic going along. Leagues, okay. Yeah. Um. So Holland is still playing in the in the Bundesliga in Germany. Mm -hmm. Um. And he got knocked. His team, Borussia Dortmund, got knocked out of the Champions League. Uh, so he's going to be playing just ju just German football for the next couple of months that he's going to have the summer. And then they're going to come back in the in the fall, as you guys would say. Mm. And what would you, uh, wait, wait, what would you say? The autumn. Autumn. I have a sister-in-law named Autumn. When he said it like that, though, it really did sound nice. If I could say it like that, I would say it, but I can't. So I'm going to stick with <laughs> I'm going to stick with fall. Okay. Okay. But Haaland is an interesting one. He's one to um, to buy. I mean, he's looking at maybe moving in this summer. So like. This is probably because he's been knocked out of the Champions League. He's not really lining it up for Borussia Dortmund at the moment. And he's just before a move. So he's like not really on the same cycle as everybody else. He's not going to the World Cup. A good time to buy him would be during the World Cup. He's not going not to sure. the No, that's what no, I'm saying. No, Norway didn't Norway's qualify. out. Bro, do your research. No, I understand that. I guess <laughs> I didn't realize too. I knew it was like country specific, but I thought there was like some leeway where certain guys could just go and jump on another team. Kind of like Definitely not. No. Well, kind of like Pulisic, though, like his mother's or his father's Croatian. Could he play for that team or for Team USA? Or you does have he have a passport? Yeah, he country. has to decide whoever, if he gets three, more than three international caps for a country, he's tied to that country. Man, that stinks then. Because Holland's like a huge name. And he's going to miss the entire. So yeah. do you think he's like the type of guy then because there's so much attention on other people, his stuff drops and he becomes a buy around the World Cup? I mean, like he he's not going to drop that much because he's still, him and Mbappe are the two most exciting players in the world at the moment. I got you. Okay. But he's going to drop as much as he's going to drop. Um, I'll give you another product is the, we talked about Pulisic, the, one of the other um, young superstars is Gio Reyna, um, whose father, Claudio Reyna, also played for uh, the States. And 
he has some really nice rookie patch autos in 2019-2020 Tops Museum Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you, if you go in for that product and you're hunting for Giorena, you might end up getting an Erling, Erling Haaland rookie patch auto as a consolation, which Must would, of be course, huge. be huge. So 2019-2020 uh, uh, Bundesliga Museum is also a good shout. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention was, so from last season, from 2020-2021, uh, you have what we call on our podcast, the Jude class. It's named after a young English player called Jude Bellingham. Bellingham. Oh, yeah, we talked about him. Sure. Yeah, so you know him. So that class, because of... Just to be clear, Chris Ryan, who has a big podcast on the ringer is a huge soccer football fan, said the name once and I remembered it. I don't actually know who he is. I'm sorry. Oh, very impressive, I thought. Um, uh, see, wait, wait, yeah. shut up. It was wait. impressive. Let me have my moment. <laughs> but I, I do, before you go into that, uh, that Topps Bundesliga Museum collection that you talked about, the 2019-2020, yeah. does it make sense that it's like $1,000 a box? Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to confirm. I saw there was a break going. I think it was... a. I'm pretty sure it was a full case break. And the Brussels Dortmund spot, which has Gio Reyna and Erling Haaland, was like $8,000 just for that spot. Wow. Um, okay. So there were, yeah. yeah. So there's value, a lot of value there. Oh, what I mean is, like, if you have that, congratulations. I guess I'm just saying, if you have that, if you box, already have it, great. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, don't open it. It's but already going on. If you found one, go ahead and grab it if it's less than $1,000. Yeah. Sure. If it's less than $1,000, I honestly would say, like, if you could get one for $758, you know, maybe like you don't, like, the guy that runs your local card store doesn't pay attention to soccer and he's priced it wrong. Grab we it. could fleece him. I'm yeah, in. Fleece him <laughs> and move state. Hey, yeah, what man. do you call the other seasons real quick? Oh my God. <laughs> what? What do you call the four seasons? And this has me thinking. Normal, normal, normal. <laughs> Why does fall summer. have the two names? <laughs> Stop it. I think, you guys, I think you guys call it fall because the leaves fall off the trees. I would like to point out that I am the one That's trying fair. to stay on. No, I know. I'm trying to. I, this is nonsense. now just my last question. Do you guys do um, daylight savings? <laughs> uh, yeah. The clocks just went. What a farce uh, that is, by the you way. You know, America is about to get rid of it, it looks like. I'd love to get rid of it. Right? It is so just made like, up. It's ridiculous. You know what? I'm going to have our guys call your guys and we're going to see if we can get rid of it. Okay. If we just all get rid of it, like, you know, just count down three, two, one, it's gone. Done. And then it just is whatever time it is for the rest of eternity. What about the soccer cards, though? You were saying something. I interrupted about the price. Go back to that. Oh, I was saying we have this rookie class called the Jude class, which we named after Jude Bellingham. England. Um, from England. Yeah, exactly. And uh, basically, over COVID, we had a lot of disruption to, um, to soccer. And there was suspensions of the leagues and leagues came back. and all, like, like you had in sports sure. over there, too. And... Because of that, a lot of clubs' revenue was hit and transfers kind of stopped. And so you ended up with this disproportionate influx of youth team players into senior teams. Mm, so all okay. of a sudden, where you would have gone out and got a guy for 5 million euro, you couldn't. Just so promote you just promoted somebody, somebody from the youth team. For cheap. So you ended up with this rookie class that was like just incredibly filled with young talent in a way that it just never would be usually mm-hmm. because it was really two years of rookies piled into one rookie class. Oh, okay. Makes sense. So we named it after Jude Bellingham, but that features um, the likes of Jude, who probably is going to, is definitely going to the World Cup with England. Um, Pedri, who's an amazing young Spanish player, plays for Barcelona and the Spanish national team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anthony is in there. He's a Brazilian, uh, very flashy, very cool tricks. Uh, Karim Adeyemi, who's a German, 
uh, Ryan Gravenberg, who's a Dutchman, uh, Eduardo Camavinga, who's French, Charles de Ketelaer, who's Belgian. Basically, if all these, and they're all young players, they might not all go to the World Cup, but I would say 75 to 90% of them are going to the World Cup. And a lot of those guys have a chance to play, chance to make a big impression. And they're all in the same product. So this is 2020, 2021. That's yes. that rookie so class. If you take the tops Champions League license for that season, they're all in, well, they're most, most of them are in most of those products. So obviously you have the base tops Chrome. You have uh, a couple of versions of that. You have Steve Aoki did a version of that. Oh, brother. Um, he plays music over J- the games. <laughs> yeah, Japan. Uh, there was like a Japanese edition of it. Um, there was a Sapphire. Obviously, that the Sapphire box is really... Is Sapphire just fire over there? Yeah, we all love Sapphire. Yeah, Sapphire here. So they, they do Bowman and Top Sapphire, and it is like... First of all, it's beautiful. It sells yeah. like so much... Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, so like in a good way. Top's Chrome Champions League from, from the Jude year uh, didn't really move. It's still pretty much at where it was when it launched because okay. they way overprinted it. Um, and But the Sapphire version just, boom, it's just gone. Um, compared to the, the base box. Um, then you have like a stadium club release, which looked great. A museum release, which has patch autos of all these guys. Hey, does your um, museum, by the way, have the gold and silver framed autos like the other sports? Yeah. My favorite yeah. autograph set almost of all time, by the way. Yeah, sorry. we uh, were opening some boxes of museum and we got a Marco Royce, German uh, attacker. And he got, it was like a framed auto and it was just amazing. Those things it are just great. looks so premium. And like you don't even, it's one of those cards where you're like, I don't think I even have to grade this because it already looks encapsulated in gold. So, um, Tom, so. fun fact about that set, real quick 24. So, in 2015, Tops lost football licensing. In right. 2014, Tom Brady was in that museum set as the gold framed auto. He had silver and gold. I have that silver as a 9510. Oh. I bought that card for like 800 bucks and graded it. This was five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. Graded it for like 30 bucks. It's sitting at my house. That is the only year, though, he signed a museum collection because he wasn't in 2015 mm. and then they lost the license. How much is it worth? I bet I get 10 to 15 grand for that card, which wow. seems made up. What but room you, in your house is it in? Oh, it's in the bank box. Yeah, you know that. I don't have anything in my house. <laughs> well, you just said it's at my house. Hang on. Let so me give you my address. I want that. people to come by. Okay. You had a question, though. So about I have the a seasons? Qu- well, <laughs> no. Before I, before I mentioned <laughs> Not the about seasons. on these, these boxes that you were talking about, the 2020, 2021, how, is mm-hmm. it, how do you pronounce the UEFA? What's, how do you guys say that? UEFA. 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 Okay. So yeah. the non-Sapphire edition of that box, you can get currently for 450 Does that sound about right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, have it on, I have it on my website for $3.99 euros. So that's uh, about $420. Yeah. I know okay. you had a website. Wow. Really had to yeah, rub have, it in that your currency is higher valued than ours. Okay. That's right. Thanks a lot. Jason, last time <laughs> Interesting. he was here. smug about that. Yeah. <laughs> he, did, he was not going to Central Bank now, for the win. Let me, Sapphire, this is a big though, question. Oh, hang God. on. The yep. Sapphire edition of that, you said that one is just complete fire. Everyone wants that? Oh, yeah. Sapphire. Yeah, it, it, it just was because the, the chrome was so printed. Like we had blasters of the chrome and there was right. retail configurations. So, so the Sapphire just took off. So it's it looks like limited. you can get this. At least there's one, at least one box left. Probably after the time this airs, it won't be. But $800, does that sound... That sounds about right. And when you consider there's no autos in Sapphire. Right. You're oh, just chasing no the color of Yeah, two parallels. Why don't you box. buy it? Because we had just talked about 2021, clearly Donruss football. I've got mm-hmm. an offer to buy a case for five grand. My distributor is actually sold out. I may do that. Buy the the parallel or the Sapphire or the other one? I think you should buy that Sapphire box. I'm going to buy this football case. 
put our money where our mouth is. Okay, back yeah, to soccer cards. I actually put your money where my mouth is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is going? Okay. Um, I, here's a, I probably should have led with this too. I know in general the base market across every sport, including I mean we had some Mbappe stuff too. Very little. The base market on on cards tanked over the past year. It just yep. got totally crushed. In soccer though, and this is always the the issue I have with people who have demonized base. That is not just always the case. Like in football and and basketball, 2017, very, very low pop counts compared to 2018 mm. and past. I actually looked at some soccer. Soccer actually has pretty low pop counts even in 2018 and 2019, I think because the quality of printing was not the same. Okay, I'm glad you're saying this because, yeah, Mbappe, the, we have a PSA 9, I think of Of his, one of his PRISM of, cards. Yeah, his 2018 PRISM World Cup card. Right. It mm -hmm. there are at least for the tens, there's 3,300 of those. That is nothing compared to Zion. Compare three billion people watching this versus like who's going to watch like the NBA Finals and there's twenty thousand John Morant. Right. So this is my overall point. That is the overall sentiment among soccer collectors still that we avoid base high grade because it's there's just not really any value there. Or have you seen that start to kind of rebound from yeah. the crash? It depends on the year. So yeah. like. We had obviously a soccer boom and 2019-20, which is Erling Haaland's rookie year. Okay. That was really the last year of kind of controlled print runs. And one of the reasons why the price of 2020-2021 is so deflated on Topps Chrome just too much. is because they just flicked on the printers and they just kept them going for 12 months. So, hey, real quick, the Haaland then, that 20, yeah. uh, is it 2019 Topps Chrome? Is that his yeah, rookie? 2019, yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. So that PSA 10, this is from a show we did eight months ago. It was selling at the time at like $1,800. Do you know anything? Do you know have any idea what that value is today on that PSA 10? I've got it right here. Oh, uh, what is it? $910. Yeah, so like that's a good example. You said he's the second most, probably the second best player in the world at this point. His base yeah. value is in half. Have we kind of hit the floor where you start to look at some of those guys? Like there's not that much. Like the pop on that is not insane. Do you think yeah, there's a I mean, rebound like, coming? There is a rebound coming on on Mbappe and in Haaland, but like the problem with soccer is because there's so many players and so many teams and so many competitions, it just doesn't stretch beyond like as I said, like the the Christian Pulisic 2016-17 base right uh, select. If you have a PSA 10, you're fine. Uh, the Haaland Topps Chrome base, the Haaland Museum base um, from from his rookie years. Like if you have a PSA 10, you're fine. But from 2020 onwards, that whole Jude class I was talking about where you have like, I named like seven products that right. all those players are in. Unless you have maybe a 10 of a, it really starts at like, refractor you might get a better. of a refractor. Yep. But like the base is really like, what are you doing? Because it's just way overproduced. It's just way overproduced. Well, and there's it's like, overproduced Jude, like Jude Bellingham has 2 million base cards. Yeah, see, that's insane. That for any market, though, that's insane. I don't care if there's three exactly. How many base cards? Two million. Oh, two million. Two million. Yeah, that's yeah, that's. A so I guess that my point is, yeah, do you start to look at guys like Holland and 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 Pulisic, like, hey, they were pre twenty twenty, even though they're base, those pop. I guess that's the struggle we have in basketball. Jason Tatum is a Celtic. I don't know if you follow the NBA at all. I've heard I, that name. I'm a Boston Celtics fan. He's the he's throwing his hands up, folks. <laughs> Note that on the on the record. <laughs> he's a 2017. It's been noted. He's a 2017 rookie, but if you compare him, I'm sure you've heard Zion Williamson. Yeah. So Zion has about 22,000 PSA 10 Prism rookies. Yet they're still worth about man. I don't even know right now. 200, 250, somewhere in that range. That's what they were. 200. Jason last. Tatum though, and Zion's a 2019 rookie. Just two years before, Jason mm -hmm. Tatum has what five thousand less than a quarter of the print run, and he sells. 
pretty similar. He might be a little bit more expensive now. Is at two eighty right now. Okay, so a little bit higher. But he's also playing as a top ten guy. I guess my overall point though is just I think at some point people start to realize yes, base is bad when there's way too much. But some of these guys, there's not way too much. Holland seems like a good example of that. Polisic, just because it's base doesn't mean it's a it's a super popular card. Well, yeah, exactly. Like there there is a kind of a, a tendency to say like oh, base is worthless now. Right. And then kind mm -hmm. of retroactively say, so all base is worthless. But that's not true because base in 2016, 17 for soccer or 2014 for soccer means something entirely different. Like the 24, yep. I don't know, have any numbers off by off, offhand, but like 2014 Prism, those base cards are going to be complete. Now there's not any really, anyone's rookie really in 2014 Prism, but those base cards are going to be way shorter print run than 2022 World Cup Prism. Right. 2026 World Cup Prism, I can only imagine it be filling landfills full of it. I just feel like this is a market that is, once they get the international shipping down, like when, say, it's Fanatics or say it's Panini, whoever really does this best first, for this market in particular, the amount of watchers and enthusiasts is so beyond any sport that, is going on in America right now. However, America has got the hobbyists, the biggest, the most amount of collectors out there. Yes. If you even yes. got a fraction of those people who are big fans of football or soccer, these yeah. people are going to be that these cards are not going to look like they are overwhelming in, in pop counts, for, you know, for the ones that there aren't 2 million of, but 3,300 3, of Mbappe like that's going to look like nothing if you got a fraction of that audience into the hobby. Yeah. I mean, like it's the, the international audience. The main thing is, is, is just purchasing power. Like we are seeing, like there's more interest in the hobby now internationally. Like we're here in, in Ireland, like we see in the EU, in the UK, like there is way more interest coming in. There's way more eyes on it. People are paying attention to the cards and all that stuff. The main thing is just that like the American collector base is unmatched for, for purchasing power. Mm -hmm. So like you're always going to like if, if the Americans want something, price is going to inflate. Whereas like if most of the rest of the world wants it, they still might not have enough collective money to actually inflate the price, you know? So gotcha. the, the, the more exciting thing for me is that you're going to have America, uh, the USA is going to be at this World Cup. Canada qualified for their first FIFA World Cup since 1986. There's obviously a big Canadian uh, hobby uh, collective as well. So players like Alfonso Davies, who's Canadian captain, Jonathan David, another Canadian. Um, you know, if you're a Canadian uh, hobby head, they're, they're guys to, to get ahead of ahead of November. Um, so let me ask a couple of questions then too, just to kind of get a little bit more specific now with a couple of players. Uh, I am curious, anybody come to mind when you say, hey, some, some potential sleepers going into the World Cup? I, again, I know we're months out. Anybody you look at like, hey, here's a long shot. If guys want to kind of chase it as an investment, buy these guys cheap now, hold it for a few months because you think they have potential to pop. Well, maybe you can narrow that down to the teams that you view as having the best chances to, because I feel like if well, they're well, out early. Well, I don't. Yeah, but they're still hype running up. To, I just want to know the doesn't matter if they're out early or not. I want to know the players that have the biggest potential okay. to pop. Yeah. Yeah. So um, one that springs to mind is uh, for Germany, you have a. Uh, very interesting group of young players and it's hard to know who the coach is going to actually go with. Um, but you have Kari Madiemi, uh, who is uh, in that 2020-2021 class uh, and he may break through. But a more interesting one there is a player, German player called Kai Havertz. And uh, Kai Havertz, his rookie is in 2018-19 uh, 
uh, Don Ross so, uh, soccer. So you have in that set, you have Kai Havertz, you have Vinicius Jr. But Kai Havertz is a big game player. He's not necessarily the guy that's going to go out and score 50 goals a season, but he scored in the Champions League final. He scored in, uh, you know, big matches in the league and the FA Cup for Chelsea. Um, and he scored in the European Championships as well. So like he's a player that could have a big World Cup moment for Germany, who are generally one of the teams that do really well at the World Cup. So for Kai, um, you like his 2018 Donruss rookies parallels. Yeah. And then, so the first guy you mentioned, though, he's a 2020. Who was the first guy? I already forgot. Kerry? Uh, Ad, Adiemi. Adiemi. So for Adiemi, 2020, you would say stick to refractor or shorter print just because the base yeah. are probably out of control. I mean, or even you have like, it's between his, between his Chrome, his Aoki Chrome, his Japan Chrome, his Sapphire, his Stadium Club, his museum. Like if you pick up the museum, I would say you can find Champions League Museum of Adiemi. It's well, it's well worth picking up um, a patch auto or, or something like that, or an, a Chrome auto even. And um, because if he has one good game at the World Cup overnight, he goes boom, you know, mm-hmm. is and, the idea. And same with Kai. Like he's a big game player, even if he's. He's a big game player. Yeah. Like we saw he scored, he won the Champions League winners. final with Chelsea uh, last season. And it was 1 0, I believe. Yeah. I, ha- I have to remember that. Correctly. That sounds right. Yeah. 1 0. And um, he score? scored the winning goal. And he had like a little flurry of sales. And he's one of those players where like at the World Cup, is the World Cup is kind of its own thing. Right. You know, it's kind of like players can form whole legacies based on one goal in the World Cup. Wow. So, um, because it's kind of like it defines four years of soccer. Everything's leading up to the next World Cup. And then, oh, that happened. Remember that. And people are talking about it for the next 50 years. Um, so, yeah, Kai Havertz comes to mind. Um a couple of the Brazilians as well. So I mentioned actually an inter- another interesting combo is you have uh, Anthony, who is in that in that Jude class of 2020-21. He's mm-hmm. a, a winger for Brazil. Very exciting player. What's his name? And he all, Anthony. Anthony. Just yeah, one name? Anthony, is this a Madonna situation? What's going on here? A lot of, a lot of the I've uh, noticed a few Brazilians of these guys. are just one, one name. Is yeah. Neymar just one name? Neymar Jr., but yeah. Is Pele? No. Yeah. Uh, oh, they I'm all have they here. all have longer names, Pedri. and then they take on nicknames. Pedri, gotcha. Vin, Vinicius, Vinicius Junior from Vin- Brazil. Vinicius Junior. Yeah. So what I was going to say was for Germany, you have the the Jude class uh, member, which is Adiemi, and then you have the Donruss 2018-19 Donruss soccer member, which is uh, Kai Havertz. And for Brazil, you have the Jude class member, which is Anthony, and you have the 2018-19 Donruss class member, which is Vinicius Junior. So those two years feature an incredible amount of rookies. 2018-19 Donruss and 2020-2021 Tops Chrome Champions League. Those two sets are filled with the kind of young players that are going to do big things in November. I like that. Kind of like that buy low, sell high. So now the exact opposite of that question then. And again, maybe it's not the time to even be thinking about this. We need to have you on as we get closer. Are there players specifically in your mind where it's like, hey, these guys are good or selling fairly well now, but your thought is... Yeah, but come World Cup, they're either going to miss it or they're going to be out early. So you should sell leading up to. Um, I'm trying to think now kind of who. I think there's a lot of names that you'll see coming up in other prison releases. Say from 2018 World Cup, you have uh, some of the Belgian golden generation like Kevin De Bruyne, uh, like Aiden Hazard, uh, Romelu Lukaku. And those are all players where going into the tournament, Belgium have this golden generation. The guys are all like around 28, 29, 30 right now. But um, they've always been said that they should be favorites for every tournament they go into. 
and they finished in third place in a couple of tournaments and all that stuff. So they're kind of perennial underachievers. But those are guys that you fall into the trap for every major tournament. Oh, Belgium are going to do really well. Right. I'm going to load up on Aiden Hazard because he loves playing for his country. Or I'm going to load up on Kevin De Bruyne or Romelu Lukaku because, you know, it's Belgium. They, they must win something at some point and then they don't. Sounds like Aaron so, Rodgers. Yeah, very yeah, much. That guy. He gets it. <laughs> I don't he got that. You Kevin, know Aaron. Kevin DeBorne, uh, very much the Aaron Rodgers of international soccer. Yeah, great regular season. Then when it comes when the, when it, the lights are on, they yeah. they whiz down their legs, as they say. Now, now the the thing I wanted to the reason why when you said you know top <clears> players and I know we there's hype, but there's also going to be teams that are definitely going to outperform and go longer. I think Brazil is favored right now. Is that my? Is that correct? Brazil, Brazil just went number one in the world rankings. Yeah. Um, so they'd be one of the top, uh, one of the top favorites along with Argentina. I personally think Argentina are gonna be in at least the semifinals. Well, I think France. Uh, what I saw was France was like second place, close, closely followed by England. But it made me think like, okay, Mbappe is already has the hype because he may be trading teams. Um, yeah. And the fact that he's so high up, I feel like that one. Because he's at one of his lowest pricings, uh, at least over the last year, close to two years. Uh, I feel like guys like that would be ones to go ahead and buy now because they have the highest likelihood of going up. And we're in, we're seeing most soccer players, if not most sports players, card values being at almost all-time lows in recent history. Yeah, I think like Mbappe is one that... Um, Every time I come on here, I always think to myself, okay, now just think of somebody other than Mbappe. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's true. Because that's the only because guy I can name that's like hobby relevant because I'm not a soccer fan, but I know him. But it, it's one of those things where it's like, it's it, 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 it's it made sense six months ago that he's going to go up when he moves club and when he goes to the World Cup. And it still makes sense six months later. He still hasn't moved club and he still hasn't gone to the World Cup, but he is going to do those two things. Mm-hmm. So his prices have to go up. So we still so have you, to talk to him. So about you it. actually think so again, we own a PSA nine I think so, yeah. of that twenty eighteen World Cup. Mm-hmm. So you think again in our position, we should hold that and sell it as we ramp up. So this is another interesting question then with a guy like Mbappe, is it hey, the hype is gonna be so strong beforehand, sell before, or wait for the actual on field performance of the World Cup? I mean, okay, so we, we we a lot of people kind of had a microcosm of this when we had the European Championships. Um, last year, which was Mbappe. We were like, oh, when he goes to the Euros, he had a wonderful World Cup in 2018. When he goes to the Euros, he's going to recapture that form and light up the tournament. And then France had an absolutely awful tournament and he missed a penalty to get them through to like the quarterfinals yeah, and was a that. huge national disappointment. <laughs> and it was like, oh no. So um, it's always easy to say when he gets there, it's going to be amazing. But I, I do think that once he spends the summer leaving Paris and going to Madrid. And then he runs into the World Cup in really good form. I do think he's going to have an amazing tournament. And I would say either one, either or. Uh, I think France are going to do quite well. But we thought that about the Euros and they didn't. Mm-hmm. So I would say when you get to the, when you hold on until the World Cup hype hits its peak, then maybe reduce your exposure a little bit, you know? Okay. And, cash out. You know, if, if the, yeah, cash out a little bit and then hopefully you get an even higher peak during the competition. So maybe it's a case of buy multiples and have some room to liquidate as you get closer. Yeah. So that you're not all, it's not all, you know, he misses one penalty 
and nine months of investing and collecting goes out the window. Yeah, you yeah know? exactly. Okay. Hey, that so let's sense. do this. So we've kept you long enough. Can we can we throw a couple of questions at you? We got some oh, questions yeah. from yes, listeners. We did a mailbag. I don't know why, but the listeners are fascinated by Jason. They love. Very well, excited to talk to this you've guy. You've heard him say third, right? He says turd. He also called it Ottoman. I don't even know what he was talking about. <laughs> I so we, still can't figure it so out. So we have some mailbag questions. Jesse, do you have these? Yep. All right. Let's go with. Um, I first, can't find them, by the way. That's fine. Heads up. Them. So right now, have a potential for forty-eight fifty on a case of Clearly. Oh. 150 bucks cheaper. I'm asking around. Okay. I'll keep you posted. I would like to buy this live. Uh, Don Cox asks, is Jack Grealish, please uh, forgive me for my book. Grealish, yeah. Yep. Uh, a buy, sell, or hold? That's the first part of that question. Okay, so Jack Grealish. Who does he play for, Maybe somebody, way? he plays Manchester. for Manchester City, and he plays international football for England. But I have to give you a slightly biased answer on this one because all through his underage international soccer career, he played for Ireland. Oh. Because his grandparents are from Ireland, and then he chose to declare for uh, England at senior level. So you so hate him. his. So you hate his guts. We all. So I hate his guts. Like so I would good. not just sell him. I would burn it. <laughs> just That's burn it. That Next card. question. Nothing else yep, related. I'm good to with Jack. that answer. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, Meanwhile, that guy's like, so what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know. What do you want to do? No, no, that's fine. It's a good no, answer. I, I, no, I, would just, I would just, when he makes the World Cup squad, I would sell him. Okay. Because I don't, I don't think he's, he's not as young as some of the other guys. And I would prefer someone like Phil Foden over Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish is one of those guys where they always talk about him as a young prospect, even though he's now like 26, 27 years old. And then once you sell it, just burn the card instead of sending it to the guy. Got it. Yeah, exactly. Right. I would kill to be 26. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, Johnny Watt wants to know, how big is it that the U.S. qualified? Does it's anyone huge. care? No, be honest. No one cares. Do no, it is. it is. It is genuine. I mean, like for me, as a as a guy that's uh, into, into the hobby, like this is, if we did, if the USA didn't qualify for the World Cup in Qatar, like, you know, it would be a big blow. Because, because like, you don't get the audience from America getting in on well, it. Well, just to spend. Yeah. Americans yeah. are going to spend I mean. more on the hobby now. They're going to spend more on the hobby. They're going to be watching it. They're going to be gotcha. aware of it. They're going to see players they would have never seen before. They're going to get hyped for the 2026 World Cup in a way they wouldn't have if uh, they weren't going to Qatar in 22. Um, so it's huge. If they if you guys hadn't qualified, we'd all be in big trouble. Sure. Yeah. I, felt, I thought the same thing yesterday. I was telling you that on the phone. <laughs> you were saying how much you're <laughs> excited about it. What sport um, is this? Wait, I, I've got a question. Who are you uh, going for? I don't think we've asked. What do you mean? Who do I like, think who, is going to win? Well, like, who are you rooting for? Ireland. Ireland. Uh, no, Ireland, Ireland didn't qualify. No. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't even know why I had a team. <laughs> but thanks, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, sure. Thank um, you, Michael. Well, America sure. did, so. <laughs> uh, I mean, to be honest, I'll probably be going for maybe Canada. Just oh, because I okay. like the Canadians and uh, yeah. Okay. Have you ever met a country like Canada? <laughs> Nobody hates Canada for any reason ever. You know what I heard? I heard Jamaica is a sleeper team. Is that true? I heard they pulled in like a number of Jamaica. Yeah, they what? did. They pulled, they pulled in a number of, uh, of players that could have played for other countries, but yeah. had eligibility for Jamaica, but because of COVID, they couldn't bring them over for the first three or four rounds of qualifying. Mm -hmm. So they ended up not getting any good results. Then finally, the COVID restrictions were lifted. They could bring in their European-based players, but it was too late and they didn't make it. Oh, so they're not so even they qualified. They didn't make it. Oh, okay. They didn't qualify, but they should have qualified. If it hadn't been for COVID travel restrictions, they would have had a really str uh, strong team. That's what it was. 
their players were all stuck in Europe, so they ended up getting knocked out. And this World Cup is going to be different than next World Cup, right? Because due to COVID, there's only 32 teams when there's usually going to be, well, next one's like 48 or something. Is that right? Yeah, so that, that's that's unrelated to COVID. That's just related to FIFA. Oh, it is. Um, okay. FIFA just want to expand the World Cup. Um, oh, I kind of like that, and though. So, yeah, no? I mean, it does make it a, a less special because it's easier to qualify and it's going to be like everybody and their mother is going to be at the World Cup. Oh, um, there is a kind of an exclusivity to it, but FIFA obviously can't make... Because like for FIFA, every country you let in increases the value of your TV rights because you're going to get more viewers. So it's so a money grab. It's, it's a money grab. Yeah. But uh, Yeah, but there's yeah. so many... But All right, the next reason part. I say that is because when I was yeah. looking into this, there are literally, it seems like hundreds and hundreds of different teams out there that try to get to this point. And I just feel like you don't see that in, in American sports where there's that many teams getting to uh, the championship or to get to the championships for the NFL, even. Um, I yeah, feel like and, the and it's your is, country. It's your yeah. national team. So there's even like, there's a, it's a huge source of pride to get there and a huge source of shame and disappointment not to get there. <laughs> yeah. But see, I like that. I would rather it be exclusive. I don't want every team getting to well, the that's playoffs. That's what I mean though. Like I'm just, I mean, 48 versus 32. It's not, I don't think it's that big of a difference when you have that many teams involved. That's ma- oh, I think that's massive. You know what? You don't know what you're that's saying. That's a 50% increase in teams. You don't even know who Holland is. That's like going from <laughs> seven playoff teams in the NFL. All of a sudden we're going to have 10 or 12. Like that's a massive increase. Ask some questions. Mm. You've talked enough. Oh, you got a cold by the way. Get out. Get out. Me and Jason are finishing this. I went Question to Jamaica on my honeymoon, by the way, in 2008. <laughs> I went there in 2014. Ocho Rios. Went to Mandalay Bay. Nobody cares. <laughs> I've never been to Jamaica. <laughs> went to Guantanamo Bay, Michael Scott. Here, that's beautiful. Read the question. Uh, Steven Ortiz wants to know, which teams in the World Cup does he think are sleepers? Hey, that was the thing I said, but Jamaica's yeah, out. Uh, brr, sleeper teams. I'm going to go for Switzerland. And Denmark. Okay. Okay. Do you have a favorite continent, by the way? Yeah, Europe. Oh, wow. Jerk. By the way, so Switzerland <laughs> and Denmark, anybody stand out to you on those teams? Like, hey, as a sleeper team, sleeper player, or not particularly? Um, For Switzerland, I like uh, a player called, oh, what's that guy's name? Let me just check it real quick. I think it's Noah Okafor. Let me just double check. Sure. Noah Okafor. Yeah, I like Noah Okafor. Okay. And uh, for Denmark, there's actually a player who at the European Championships last year uh, died on the pitch. Whoa. Um, and was, what is that? Hang uh, on. What, is, what does that field? mean? Oh, on the, oh, I saw that. Yeah, I actually saw this thing yeah. happen last year. Christian Eriksen. So he yep. um, he had a cardiac event and he and he died for like He's five back. minutes. They brought him back on the pitch and he just made his reintroduction to international football, played for Denmark, captained them the other night and scored a goal. He's going to the World Cup. So just from a romantic point of view, I love that. I oh. saw they had that huge standing ovation when he walked back on the on the pitch for the first oh, time. Oh, it was amazing. Spine tingling. That's pretty cool. Pitch just because you heard it once. Speaking of pitch, throw <laughs> the next question out there. Baseball. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, J.D. Pearson wants to know, would it be smart to target players on teams who draw favorable groups? Can you also explain what this is to draw? Like, how does that work? Right. So at the at the World Cup, there are there's like a group stage where you get like four teams in like a round robin situation and they each play each other. And then only a certain number of teams from each group goes forward into the knockout rounds. So to do that, based on your historical performance, you get put in a pot, like a seeding system before mm-hmm. you get, they get drawn. Like there's one team from pot in every group. There's one team from pot A, B, C, and D. So you want to be in a, in a better 
in as high of a pot as you can mm-hmm. so that you get drawn against worse teams. Gotcha. Okay. Just like a division. So it's not completely random then because that was the sense. No, it's not random at all. No. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, all right. Let's do one more. Let's see. Okay. We'll go with Eric King. Heard of him. What's the best buy and hold current soccer product? Is this our CFO, Eric King? I believe so. Oh, all right. I mean, I don't know. Give him good advice because if he goes under, it has <laughs> negative ramifications for us. <laughs> um, the best buy and hold soccer product, product. or football. 2016 select. I was listening. I'm going to say 2016, 17 select just oh, for the World Cup in November. Okay. I think Christian Pulisic is the real deal. Um, thank and if, you. And if we can get those boxes right now, so we found them for 750. Mm-hmm. If we can get them for that or less, you think it's a decent buy and hold for the World Cup? Yeah, I think for the World Cup, assuming that the USA don't have an absolute nightmare of a World Cup, I think um, they're going to be four figures at some point. I think we should try to find That's a box. And not a bad like return. Rip it live during the World Cup. It'd be fun. A box of the 2016-17? Yeah. Okay. We can look into it. Cool. Jason, let me ask you this. Will you come back? When's the next big event? Is, are the qualifying, is that all done now? That's all done. The next big event will probably be the Champions League final in May. Does anybody care about the three teams that haven't been picked yet for the qualifiers? Like, isn't it uh, 29 of the 32 that's been picked? Yeah, there's a couple of, uh, there's an intercontinental playoff to happen. And then there's another European thing that has to happen because Ukraine is one of the participant teams and they can't be involved right now because of the war. Mm -hmm. And they're a bit busy. So um, we'll see what happens there. But it's only a few teams and it's, it's yet to be seen, so, but they won't be huge teams that are going in. Okay, so that doesn't really affect it. Got it. Yeah. So you, you want to come back in May then? We can talk about the champ. Is it Championship League in May that we said? Champions League. Champions League. Is that yeah. good? Is Mark that it good on your, your calendar? calendar. Mark it on your calendar, Jay. Just That's fine. Leave every Monday, Thursday open and we'll tell you when. <laughs> Great. Can I plug one thing before I go? No. Is this Bye, the F1 Jason. break? <laughs> yes. I was, uh, I was getting ready to plug it myself. Go ahead. So... Uh, my podcast is called Soccer Cards United, and we have a website called SoccerCardsUnited.com. Well, Enzo's and, in there too. It's not just your podcast. I mean, <laughs> well, no, I yeah, I'm part I'm of it. I don't care. I don't even know Enzo. I don't like him. It's fine. I love him. Oh, he's good. He's he's a solid. Guy. Named after a pasta. Um, Let's not go crazy. <laughs> Isn't it? I don't Maybe know. Not. Okay, start this whole thing over, things. Jason. I'm not going to so. interrupt. Start the whole pitch over again, please. Go ahead. All right, and that okay. was Jason so. from uh, Sports. <laughs> Jesse just we have a podcast okay. called Soccer Cards United. There's a website called SoccerCardsUnited.com. On that website right now, we are running a uh, F1 2021 Topps Chrome Formula One case break. It is a randomized case break. So you get a team at the start and that's your team all the way through. There are 11 spots. It's all 10 Formula One teams plus Formula Two. And the spots right now on the website cost 1,300 euro which is around 1450 USD. However, it's actually not bad. I have a discount code for your listeners. Oh. The discount code is SCN <gasps> and it takes that price down significantly. I'm not going to say how much it is. You have to go to the website and find out. That's fair. But it takes that price Teasel. down significantly. Are you on Facebook? Yeah, we have a Facebook page. So we, we, so we've, got, we have we've got like 32,000 people in the Facebook group. You need to post this in, in our Facebook group today. Oh, great. I'll join. I'll join your Facebook. You're group. not in the Facebook group yet. Never mind. Can't That's interesting. I just come on the show. I don't. You know. Okay. Wow. Hey, who are your two favorite people who live in Tennessee in America? He doesn't even know our you names. Guys, you guys. You, you know our you names? Guys. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, you, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, there's, guys. Uh, there's, there's the there's, big guy. Um, there's meat, 
Meat and John. Isn't that right? <laughs> meat. meat? What is meat? meat? Your meat. I've got to be meat. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, that's your meat. Oh, and that's I'm meat. John. And then you're a John. I love it. I get oh, the initials. M and J. You get the initials right. Okay. Hey, Jason, thanks for coming on for So we'll Wales. have Jason back in May. So there you go. Jason, I'll we'll, see you then, we'll Mike. I'll out. see you then, Jesse. Post the code safe. In, the fo- <laughs> in the Facebook group because our guys yes. love F1. So. Oh, huge. Oh, one. Good. Post it up, man. Thanks for joining us. We'll okay. have you on again Talk soon. Bye, right, Jason. Buddy. Bye bye. Bye. All right. So there you go. That is Jason Flynn from Soccer Cards United. Uh, we tried to keep a little bit more on point today, and we went a little longer today too. By the way, we'll wrap this thing up. Actually, not too bad. We're we're right out about okay, a little over like five hours. That's fine. <laughs> no, uh, he's a knowledgeable kid. I did want to get. A, I'm glad he did that. We kind of told him ahead of time a little bit more. Spe- and this is our fault. We usually just make too much of a joke of this. I thought today was a much better blend. But we want some specific players, maybe guys to buy, guys to sell, sleepers, products. I was actually happy with how today went. Oh, knowing that he was going to be coming, talking about specific things made me want to go and research and know what we're going to talk about too. I feel like I benefited just as much. And I feel like you were also there. Yeah. I still don't (laughs) care, but I was, I liked it. So we'll have him back in May, maybe a week before the champions leagues, whatever. I don't know if it's a tournament or a whole thing. So whatever that is, we'll have him back. He said it's a big event. We'll have him back then. So just to recap from today, uh, Ariel Helwani coming on next Thursday to talk UFC. Apparently there's a major uh, pay-per-view event the weekend or a couple days after. Mm-hmm. So we'll pump that up on Thursday. We've got Dusty Slay. I think he's as funny as us. We'll see. Oh, no, he's going to kill us. He's, gonna, he's Here's very the deal. funny. <laughs> on stand-up, it's one thing. He's so dry. His humor that is so is dry. It's I'm pumped get... about him. He has nothing to do with cards. We're just going to have him on the end of the and show. That is the nonsense portion of the show. He might, actually. We we have not confirmed if he was a big card collector because yeah. he is from the country. So And then and then just to make you really want to listen to Monday's show, on Monday it'll be me and Jesse. <laughs> so exciting. So there you go. Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. Uh, by the way, go out and check out the newest YouTube video. There is a great prank that was done. Actually, yeah, you know, we did well. When you go there, we never say this. Like and subscribe. That's all I ask. Yep. Um, but check it out. It was funny. Uh, I am meat. He is Jack. <laughs> Jeff. John. I am meat. He is John. We will see you Monday. Bye. Bye. 